Pot Radio Network is pleased to present Encounter, a public service program here on KSIV that spotlights local Christian events and provides information and resources to enrich your lives. And now, your Encounter host, Judy Redlick. Are you a nerd? Do you know what a nerd is? Well, in this program, we're going to find out what a nerd is all about. And my guest is Steve Rampton, and he wrote the book Alpha Nerd, Trendsetters, World Changers. Can you believe that? Well, stay tuned. You might be a nerd, an alpha nerd, or maybe you're a wolf or a sheep. So I'm Judy Redlick. We're going to have fun with this show. So if you're looking for something lighthearted, Stay tuned, would you? This is Encounter. Steve, welcome. Thank you very much. Glad you could join us today. He's uh, retired from the Navy. He also is uh, someone that encourages NFL players to go after their goals and dreams. And he's been married about 40 years, and uh, he's been a nerd all of his life, he said. So, Steve, (laughs) what is an alpha nerd anyway? Well, it's it's kind of a two-part answer. First, uh, the original word was N-E-R-D, and that came from Dr. Seuss in 1950. The book was called If I Ran the Zoo, and I actually got my hands on a copy. It's, it's a banned book now. It's one of those uh, bad boy books that educators don't like. So it took me a while, but I got my hands on one, and it was this little kind of angry little guy who was in a zoo. So the original nerd's not even a person. Oh, my word, N-U-R-D, came from when I was a very unhappy young man at Vanderbilt University. I was in NROTC, the Navy ROTC, but I didn't really have many friends. I didn't have many outlets, and I felt like an outcast. And uh, I'm a movie nut. Uh, movies are all through the book. And there's one called Good Neighbor Sam about the Nerdlinger family, a dairy family. <laughs> Kind of uh, straight shooters, boring. Edward G. Robinson was the uh, patriarch, Simon Nerdlinger. And I thought it was kind of a funny word, so I started using it. I said, don't be such a nerdlinger. Don't be so straight and boring and all that. And then uh, later on, I just shortened it to N-U-R-D, just nerd. So that's my word, nerd. 1964, 65, around that time. What is a definition of that word? What is a nerd? A nerd to me... They're very different than, well, I have uh, sheep, wolves, and nerds. Nerds tend to be more focused. They don't go along with the crowd. Um, I make a big deal out of a concept called mini-max, minimum effort, maximum result, where most of uh, the young people that I meet, they go along with the crowd. They don't really want to stick their head up because it might get chopped off. And uh, the nerds are the free thinkers. They're the ones that have goals and I love the six-year-old girl that wanted to be a doctor. Can you imagine how focused she and her parents were? <laughs> how easy the At decisions were to make old. in her life? You know, is this going to help me be a doctor or not? So it really, really makes life a lot easier. And the nerds can do that. They get focused, they have plans, and they have steps they're taking. Now, what about those of us? I'm pretty plan-oriented and goal-oriented and dream-oriented, but I seem to uh, get off track. Like, I've been trying to write a book about my seeing-eye dogs for the past, mm, well, 10 years. And have I finished it? 
No, I have not. So I don't think I fall into the nerd category. But on the sheeps or the wolves, uh, maybe many of you are joining me in thinking the same thing. Which do we fall in if we fall into that category? Well, all of us tend to be Minimax type people because it's easier. For example, the mouse. The mouse finds cheese or something to eat, and he'll remember that path to that food until it's all gone. So he's minimum effort, finds his food, and then he has to go back to work when the cheese is all gone. Well, we all tend to sort of be that way. And the government hasn't helped recently by giving out all this free money. Admittedly, a lot of people really need it, but there's some of us have gotten kind of lazy. And goal-oriented and having a little adversity is not a bad thing in your life because it does teach you and you grow up and mature and you actually can plan for your dreams. So the sheep and the wolves are Minimax people, and the nerds are the ones that get the things done, right? Basically, yeah. I, I go through 40 men and 25 women in history and point out the tremendous things they've done for our world and, and a lot of it in the United States. A lot of people don't realize this. Half the created wealth since the beginning of time has been here in the United States. So the nerds have really done well and uh, gotten themselves rich, and we now have a middle class that's doing pretty well. What's the definition of a sheep, and what's the definition of a wolf, in your opinion? (laughs) Well, a sheep kind of goes along with the crowd. Um, Like I said, don't want to stick their head up. You ever watch a whale hunt where they gather the fish around, and then once they get into a nice compact group, then they go up and gobble up as much as they can? That's a wolf. So a whale can be a wolf, (laughs) where he's also maximizing his effort, but they prey on the sheep. And unfortunately, I point out, well, I don't know if you're going to agree with me, some of the worst wolves I've seen in history are in politics and in religion. You know, the old uh, don't drink the Kool-Aid, guess where that comes from? (laughs) And where are the sheep found in history? Who are some sheep that you have identified in your book? Well, the sheep, I mean, that can be everybody else. It's the people who kind of go along to get along. I'm not sure what that expression is. But all of us tend to be sheep anyway because we're lazy. Inherently, I mean, we like our free time. I point out the guys in New York. I live in New Jersey. Guys in New York that love the paycheck but hate the job and hate the commute, but they love the money. So they're kind of going along, and uh, they love the weekends, you know, party for the weekends. What would you like people to get out of your book, Steve? Why did you write it? The book is mainly written for parents, grandparents, mentors to help their young people. One of the big problems we see now is the student loan debt relief thing. We've got, you know, over a trillion dollars in debt. And a lot of that is people that just go off to college like sheep and they don't really know what they want to study and they rack up all this debt and now they try to get out on their own and they have this big debt amount to pay off. So I want them to realize there's more than just that out there. The trades are hot as they could be right now. I'm trying to get a plumber to do some work in my house. I can't find anybody to to do my, my work. So I want them to sit down. What do you really want to do? And if they don't know, then gently guide them into paths. What do you like to do? What are you good at? And then try to make a plan from that. I mean, you can change the plan every day. That's okay. But if you don't have a plan, you tend to wander and you you get distracted by the million things that are out there right now in our world, and you tend not to get things done. 
Now, can you change into a nerd, do you think, if you start following this example? Absolutely. It just involves structure. I've had several uh, young people that have come to me and say, thank you, Mr. Rampton, because now I I at least have written down what I want to do, and I sort of have a plan with my counselor at school, and we're going to follow the coursework and all that. It really upsets me that a lot of schools don't have the trades, though. They don't have the wood shop and workshop and automotive and all that. But I do have friends that have their kids in trade schools. One of them is uh, going to be a welder. He's 16 years old. And sometimes they call him on the weekends to come in. He's not allowed to go out. But in the shop, he welds on weekends, and they pay him $60 an hour. Oh. Can you imagine? <laughs> 16 years old, making 60 bucks an hour? <laughs> wow. So an alpha nerd, trendsetters, world changers is a book by Steve Rampton. Now, Steve, talk about the difference between uh, trades and higher education. And which one do you think, or do you think there's one better than the other? And which do you think we're going into having people have more trades or more higher education? Well, I've been watching with my wife and I sit and watch the news lately, and there's a lot of talk about trades now because there's 2 million jobs that are advertised in the trades that are open today. I love the trades because it's less time, it's less money, and you start making good money right away. You don't have to wait four years or eight years. But if you do want to be a lawyer, accountant, doctor, I was an engineer, you got to have the bachelor's degree to do that. So you're pretty well locked into the uh, to the college thing. But if you're not, and these kids, the, the owners of these companies, they make a lot of money. One of them told me $250,000 a year, and he's a electrician. <laughs> wow. That's good money, right? That's really good money. So, Steve, what about your faith? How does faith play in how successful are you in your life as far as a game changer? Well, I, like I said, uh, my dailies are very important. That includes praying and reading the Word. But I look for open doors and closed doors. I try to listen to the Holy Spirit because he's the one that Jesus sent. Well, he left so the comforter could come, it said. And I try to stay tuned for what he's doing. And my book is a result of that. I had NFL players that were friends. They introduced me to publishers. The publishers, one of them, liked my book. All of this is from my faith in God that I know he'll lead me and guide me. And that started big time in Vietnam when I was getting shot at. (laughs) What tips do you give young people today? And then what tips do you give parents and grandparents today concerning their children's futures? For parents and and grandparents, really kind of focus on the child, because each of us, you know, like our fingerprints, we're all different. What do they like? What do they enjoy? And what are they good at? And then use that to maybe push them, nudge them gently along a path that you think they would be good at and be happy. Um, in my own life, I wanted to be an engineer, so that was a pretty pretty easy thing. But my daughter, Shannon, she dropped out of school for a while to work at a horse farm until she was trampled, and then she said, well, maybe I really don't want to do this. <laughs> so she got back into school. She went to two-year community college. Community colleges are great. Don't poo-poo them because they are really useful 
especially the kids that really don't know what they want to do yet. And then after the two years, they can go to a trade school or go for the bachelor's degree. I think it's a great, great option. Steve Rampton has been my guest. He wrote the book Alpha Nerd, Trendsetters, World Changers. Find out who he puts in categories in that book. Read it. See if you are part of of an alpha nerd or if you're a sheep or a wolf i hope you got something out of this interview this was just kind of a little fun show we did but uh steve thanks for joining me and how can people get your book well it's on amazon barnes and noble etc but you can also use alpha nerd.com n-u-r-d alpha nerd n-u-r-d and i'll even autograph it for you great all right well steve Thanks for sharing of your wisdom, and I pray that you can influence many in their trend setting and their becoming world changers. I'm Judy Redlick. This is Encounter. Okay, sweetheart, I've turned on the nightlight, and here's Teddy. Grandma, I love it when you tuck me in. You're my best friend. Don't ever leave me. I love you. Electronic Caregiver helps seniors maintain independence and safety at home with their medical alert system. The Smart Wristband provides telehealth, medication reminders, and personalized messages. If an emergency occurs, loved ones can call for help by pushing the button. More information from Cheryl Wilson at 314-312-0034. Check out more of Judy's interviews at judyredlich.com. That's J-U-D-Y-R-E-D-L-I-C-H.com. Or email her at judyredlichspeaks at gmail.com. Friend her on Facebook. Connect with her on LinkedIn. Encounter, hosted by Judy Redlick, was produced and first aired on KSIV Radio, part of their Bot Radio Network.